it is amazing to look and, and to see that Russia dominates the air. They haven't knocked out the train systems. They haven't knocked out power plants. They haven't knocked out uh, so many things. They've never bombed uh, the the buildings in the center of Kiev. They, you know, the the capital of uh, of Ukraine. They haven't bombed the the buildings where the parliament meets. Uh, they, they've been incredibly reserved about these things, hoping against hope that peace could be achieved. But I don't think I don't think Ukraine has anything to do with the decision about peace or war. I think the decision about peace or war is made in Washington, D.C. Uh, as long as we want the war to continue, we will fight that war using Ukrainians as proxies, and we will fight it to the last Ukrainian death. That was Colonel Richard Black, a former U.S. Marine and a now Virginia State Senator. Yes, you heard that right. This is The Island. I am your host, Alvis Samuel. And like I said in the last episode, we are in a nice little little series we're going to go on here. Y'all know how much I love my series. And I just wanted to share that with you because that in itself is big. Something that I have been saying and a lot of other people been saying for a long time since this war has started, and even before this war has started, this has been said. But are you listening? Now, before we go ahead and get inside the uh, series that we've started, I first want to give this update. And it's a, it's a good update because, you know, a lot of people think I, I like to to stay around the doom and gloom however i i really don't i'm just trying to inform everybody on things that are that are coming up that could be coming up that will affect your life so here's a good update for everybody damar hamlin he is awake um on day three which is crazy because he is number three and he is now sending out uh i believe it was tweets on day three of him being in the hospital which is crazy everything is falling down on three you know that's 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 insane insane um but anyways he sent out a nice tweet to everybody i, I don't have it with me right now but he is awake uh he had a picture of him doing the little heart signal with his hands and and his it looks like his mom and i believe that was his dad or someone some uh that was right beside him um, in the picture. So that's good news. Um, something very miraculous is happening with DeMar Hamlin. And, and because I, I told everybody already that type of injury. And if it goes past that three minute mark and he is still not, and that person is still not breathing and the heartbeat still not going, it, it's very bad from there very bad and if they are able to still get him going it, it it's that person will never be the same it took almost 10 minutes to revive him so that's well after that three minute mark and as you can see this is something that even just the medical world in itself nothing to deal with the sports world but the medical world in itself is amazed on so let's keep that man in your prayers and in our prayers, and hopefully he keeps 
He keeps getting stronger. He keeps improving. His health gets even better and better. And this will be a miraculous testimony for him and his family and his life so he can tell people. Let's let's even go to the point to say I would love to see this man back out on the NFL field playing again with no issues. That would be an astonishment in itself. So let's keep that in our prayers for this man and everybody else too. Also, um, uh, Peyton Hill Hillis. Um, he he himself is in cardiac arrest because he saved his children from drowning. And apparently, this this they were out in the ocean and he jumped over over the water and obviously got his kids. They are safe. They are healthy. However, because of that. Um, Peyton Hillis himself, he is in critical condition and he is still sedated. So let's keep that man in your prayers. He also played in the NFL, was a running back, a pretty decent one for, for a while, pretty good. Uh, played for a couple of teams, last notable was for the Cleveland Browns. So there, there's things going on um, that it, it's, it's amazing, uh, good and bad. So... Let's keep that man and his family in your prayers, if you may. Now, let's get to the get to the good stuff, I guess, uh, per se, on another note, I would also say. So, let's do a quick recap on this series. Because this series will happen. And like I said, I'm going I'm trying to tell this in a story so everybody can understand. So the recap, if you've missed this i'm going to do a quick recap go back and listen to the episode before this one so that way you can get the full spectrum of everything so in short you have a ruler he rules a nation very powerful has a powerful army and he and he's in a war and in the middle of this war he has to come back home and bring his military back home because a civil war is breaking out in his own nation. And during this civil war, the ruler is murdered. He is killed. And the entire nation is in uproar. A lot of people are happy. Some are sad. It's everything is going to mayhem. That's where we ended. So let's get back into this story. So the entire nation is in flames. For this war, there's death everywhere. Citizens are dying, militaries dying, buildings are being just completely leveled to the ground for and during this civil war. The nation's ruler is now dead, and the entire government entity has no clue what to do. And then, all of a sudden, a man rises up. This man rises up. And he's a man who knows money. He knows how to deal with money. And he knows how to get everything, at least financially, under control. And so this man rises up and he's able to, to take over this nation. The wars die down. The civil war starts to diminish. And people start to, at the, at, the, at the look of it, everyone starts to start getting along. 
However, this man who knows money knows that he's going to have to make a specific move. And it's going to make every person in the nation that's not elite highly upset. So now this new ruler has an idea. Because he knows finances and money, he has this idea. And this idea is, I have to raise taxes. Because if I don't, this nation will crumble financially again. And then we might, we might see another civil war. However, how am I going to, have, I, I'm, how am I going to spend this to the people? He wanders to himself. And then he just says, you know what? It doesn't matter how they take it. It has to be done. And so he does it. He raises the taxes and people, the unrest starts to rise again in this nation. How can he raise the taxes? Things were starting to look better, at least what the people thought. And so... Time goes by, a little bit of time goes by, and they realize, you know what, this man actually had the right idea because it's getting the entire nation higher taxes, getting the entire nation out of debt, out of shambles. Some, it's, it, it has completely split the classes. There's no more middle class. You're either filthy rich or you're stinking broke. Either one. However, it's getting the nation out of its financial difficulties. And then, when people least expect it, something massive happens. Just out of nowhere. An act of God, per se. And the, the ground underneath everybody begins to shake. Harder and harder, it stops. It shakes again. Harder and even harder than the first time, and it stops, and then it does it again, and then all of a sudden, the ground itself opens up. And with the ground opening up, waters begin to spew out of the ground, it begins to flood everywhere, and the ground is still shaking. Oh, the act of God is a massive earthquake and a flood in the middle of this ruler's reign. Right where this ruler is standing. And this man himself who's trying to get this nation back under control. And it seems like it's kind of going the right way. He himself falls into the cracks. Falls into the cracks of the earth. And he is swept away by the floodwaters. Never to be seen again. And then all of a sudden, the bells go off. Our ruler is gone. Our ruler is gone. The country is in yet again a massive disaster. Not just where this ruler was standing, but all around the entire country, the entire nation felt this earthquake. This nation has now been split. Where there was dry land, it is now water. Water you can't cross by foot. And people are too afraid to cross even in a boat. Families have been split. Lots of 
death, even so, even more death than the civil war has happened in this earth. And the bells are ringing. Our ruler is dead, and the country, this nation, is now in mourning. Themselves having to put all their differences aside and just figure things out for themselves. This is something that has now truly brought this nation to its knees. This nation is now scarred, and people are looking at it all around the world. They look at this nation, this once proud nation, this once glorious and mighty nation that was strong and stretched out its hands across the world, and it did everything it wanted to do, and there was no one out there that could stop them. This nation, this kingdom, was rocked by war within itself and then truly brought to its knees by the hand of God it, it himself by a natural disaster. And the outside world is just looking, looking upon it saying, where have they truly gone? Where did all of this disaster destruction come from? What has happened to this great nation? Two rulers couldn't finish out their own reign, died, one by the hand of the sword, one by a natural disaster. And now everyone is saying to themselves, we don't want this position. This position is cursed. You become the ruler of this nation, you will die. You will die by your people or you will die by God. Either way, you're going to die. We don't want this position no one wants it but yet someone has to take it that is where this nation is at someone has to stand up and corral the people together and bring them together some way somehow to show them that there is light at the end of this tunnel and then all of a sudden out of these ashes out of the floodwaters somebody that was least expected somebody who was very charismatic he had a small gathering he has a small backing not a lot but a small group of people they love this man they adore him he's very tech savvy very smart he has a bit of money on him he has money he's known all around the world but no one really pays any attention to this man. He just goes around the world and he helps out nations over here and nations over there with his technology. But no one knows, really knows about him because he likes to stay to himself. And so this group of people who love this man says, look, you've helped other nations. You've got them out of the ashes, out of the shadow, out of the darkness before. We can put you in power to get this great nation back on its feet. We can put you in power. That way people can understand this technology and this technology that you've created truly, truly works. And so that's what happens. But yet there is an opposition. And this other person is like, look, I can do the same thing. People love me. Actually, everyone in this nation knows me. And so they go at it head to head in a 
battle royale per se. Not really fighting, but just fighting with words. And it happens. The one who is tech savvy, very charismatic, he truly, and I mean he truly, knows how to speak. Knows how to sway the crowd back and forth. He uses words like it's a poem and the crowd eats it up. He uses his words like it's the last thing on this planet that means anything that people have to hear him speak. He uses his words in such a way it's very poetic, actually. And this man who is his opposition realizes, I can't deal with this guy. He's good, very good. Knows how to speak. Knows how to control the crowd with his words. And so he drops out. And the charismatic person becomes the ruler. Tech savvy, he becomes the ruler. And with his technology through time, it doesn't take that long, maybe a couple of years. But through time with his technology, he gets this once proud nation that has crumbled and cracked and burned and has been trampled and all the buildings have been flattened. He uses his technology and brings this nation back up. Back to being numero uno. Number one. It didn't take them that long. Just a couple of years. And the entire world marvels. They are in awe. They are thinking to themselves, who is this man? This guy is great. So great. That his technology is something that the entire world wants a piece of. And he is saying, oh no, this is mine. All of this is mine. And if you want a piece, you have to, this is going to be a give and take. I will give you a piece. However, I will take everything. I will give you what you want. But I will take everything from you. This is what he tells the rest of the world, not what he tells his nation. You see, this man, this, this charismatic word language guy, very smart, very savvy, very witty, knows how to use words. This guy brought peace upon a nation, brought wealth back in this nation that was falling to its knees, that was crumbling. And he brought them together. But lo and behold, something in this man is brewing. Something in this guy is not as it seems. You see, this man, this guy has a problem. And his number one problem that he has is how he despises, and I mean he despises women. He finds no need for them, to be 100% honest. He thinks women are absolutely nothing. You see, he has no use for them. He thinks they're despicable. But why? That is the question. That is one of the most not even the most, but that is the, in my opinion, 
when it comes to the characteristics of this guy. And this is where this story is heading to. Because it's about this guy and his characteristics. This is the one, this is the one personality, characteristic in this person that should awaken everybody in the entire world. Every person in the entire world, when they see a ruler who is like this, who has followed this pattern of this story that I gave you, he is ruler number three. Ruler number three. He is the ruler that has came out of the swamp, out of the ashes, out of nowhere, able to speak to individuals, able to speak to the masses. He says he brings peace. He says he's going to bring this nation, bring not just the nation, but eventually he's going to say, I can bring the world out of this corrupted, infested, destruction-worn, torn spot. I can do this. Eventually he will say that, but we're not there yet. Right now, everybody needs to pay attention. And those who are hearing this needs to know that this ruler despises women. And I'm not saying he's a guy that women can't do anything. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying at all. He has something hidden inside of him. It's not like women don't find him attractive. Because what, what man? Let's, it doesn't matter how ugly he is. What man who is now rich, powerful, has a military? There are females out there who find that type of guy, no matter what they look like, they find that type of guy very attractive. So it's not like he can't get a woman. He just doesn't want one. Remember this because it is also at the very end. And this series is about to get even deeper and deeper on this man's characteristics and, and his personality and what he is truly about to do. So do not miss any part of this series. Please share this with everyone around because this series needs to get out to everybody. And reason I'm saying that because we are on the edge of this truly happening. Just understand when you see a country in a war, a foreign war that really doesn't have anything to do with them. And then all of a sudden that country itself falls into the falls into a civil war. And then that ruler has to bring back his military. That should be your first clue of something about to happen to that nation and something that nation is about to give birth to. Understand, share this message because the series will continue. And part three is very, very, and I mean very important to hear. I started this podcast speaking on Damar Hamlin. He is number three. He started communicating to everybody on his third day 
And I know a lot of people were thinking to themselves, oh, you're going to talk about Jesus Christ. Eventually, I will. However, he's not in this picture, at least not in the way that you think. Again, I am your host, Alvis Samuel, and thank you for listening to The Island Podcast.